Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the beginning of the first letter of St. John, Beloved. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we looked upon and touched with our hands, concerns the word of life. For the life was made visible, we have seen it and testified to it, and proclaimed to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was made visible to us. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim now to you, that you too may have fellowship with us. For our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing this so that our joy may be complete. The word of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord, you just. The Lord is king, let the earth rejoice, let the many isles be glad. Clouds and darkness are around him, justice and judgment are the foundation of his throne. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his justice, and all peoples see his glory. Light dawns for the just, and gladness for the upright of heart. Be glad in the Lord, you just, and give thanks to his holy name. Alleluia, alleluia. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we do not know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. The Gospel of the Lord. The eagle has landed. That was the first message transmitted by a person from another world down to Earth. An American astronaut said that when he landed on the moon. It was also the title of a novel and a movie about World War II produced in the 1970s, The Eagle Has Landed. The plot involved German paratroopers swooping down to kidnap British Prime Minister Winston Churchill as he vacationed in the English countryside. In the book of Revelation, our last book of the Bible, authored by the Apostle John, we are given a vision of four living creatures that surround God's throne. The first creature has a human face, the second a lion, the third an ox, and the fourth an eagle. Christian tradition has long associated these creatures with our four gospel writers. The first creature with the human angelic face is St. Matthew, who begins his gospel with the human genealogy of Christ. St. Mark's gospel charges forward, hardly stopping to take a breath. He is the lion, as in the lion of Judah, a symbol for the tribe of Judah from whence Christ came. St. Luke is the ox, denoting 
sacrifice. And St. John is the eagle, the creature that soars up in the heavens above all other creatures. Last Christmas, on St. John's Feast Day, I saw a bald eagle fly over our church at 7.30 in the morning. A little wink from Jesus Christ and St. John. The first three gospel writers take great pains to show the humanness of Christ. His baptism in the Jordan and his birth in Bethlehem. John takes great pain to show Christ's divinity. He doesn't start with his baptism or birth, but with the very beginning of existence. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Father is the thought that begets the Word. So the Word was always there from the beginning. That means he was not created. He was with God, which means he is a different personage, yet he is God, which means he is consubstantial with the Father. He is of the same substance. Does that make sense? No, not really. It's a mystery. One that never gets solved because who can know the mind of God? But John, with his beautiful soaring theological treatise, will have us contemplate it. This mysterious light that shines in the darkness, this word John wrote, became flesh. He became incarnate of the Virgin Mary. To be incarnate means to take on flesh. Carne in Latin means flesh. It means meat. It is material, real. Think chili con carne, chili with meat, flesh. And so John, who stresses the divinity of Christ, also stresses his humanity. He, who is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, is manifested, revealed to us in time. John put it like this. What we looked upon, touched with our own hands, we have seen it and testified to it. We proclaim this to you so that your joy may be complete, so that you too may have fellowship with us. My friends, faith comes from hearing. And is not our faith beautiful? We did not see the word ourselves, but based on eyewitness testimony, we can have fellowship with those who did so that our joy may be complete. Indeed, the eagle has landed. The word became flesh and dwelt among us.